0: This is Daily Devotions Best Of with Pastor Tim Dodson from J.F. Believers Church. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting jfbelievers.com. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 20, beginning in verse 1, we read, On one of those days as he was teaching the people in the temple and preaching the good news, the priests and the scribes came to him with the elders, And they ask him, tell us, by what authority do you do these things, or who is giving you this authority? Now, when the enemies of Christ, both then and now, are unable to stop him and his followers, invariably, they will attempt to discredit him and those who seek to further his name. This is an age-old ploy, really. Sooner or later, every leader worth his salt will have his authority questioned. Therefore, the fact that the wolves are out there is not some sort of paranoia, but rather a scriptural truth. Paul wrote in Acts twenty verse twenty nine: "For I know that after my departure, vicious wolves will enter in among you, not sparing the flock." Jesus Himself warned in, warned in Matthew seven fifteen, saying, "Beware false prophets, who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravening wolves." And again in Matthew 10, verse 16, Behold, I send you out as sheep among wolves, therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And there are some for whom direct ministerial engagement would be simply a case of pearls before swine. The pearls before swine that we were warned about back in Matthew 7, verse 6. In such cases as these, there is no intention by the inquirer to actually receive your answer or your defense. And this was the case in this passage. Like much of the established religious world today, these leaders were more concerned with public opinion and the majority view than they were about the real truth. Popularity and power was and is their driving forces. These men ask him about his authority, but in truth, they would never recognize any authority other than their own anyway. Ironically, these so-called spiritual leaders are attempting to outsmart Jesus. Without recognizing his deity, they would naturally then fail to grasp his divine genius. Their clout, however, was diminishing, and that was one thing they weren't prepared to let slide. So something was going to have to happen here. it It's almost like I can hear it now. We have to get control of this situation. Verse 2 is the religious authority's way of saying, just who do you think you are? For these guys, it was more than just the fact that they were having to take second place to this newcomer. No, it was worse than that. They were having to take second place to some nobody. Some nobody from the wrong side of the tracks in Nazareth. Unschooled. No credentials. I mean, look at the clothes he was wearing after all. Where was his denominational backing? Just who is this guy? Verse 3 we read, He answered them, I will ask you a question. Tell me, the baptism of John, was it from heaven or from men? Now, it seemed Jesus was always patient and loving towards any individual that was truly seeking him. But there were those who were more concerned with attempting to trap Jesus than seek his wisdom. The reason for this is to simply exercise one's pride and a feeble attempt to hang on to some sort of perceived power. Now, these folks want to believe that they are in control, which... It's quite ironic when God in flesh was standing literally in front of them in the flesh. But their contrary hearts would be their eventual undoing as he, instead of an answer, he asked them a question. Jesus, as he seemed to invariably do, quickly turned the tables on these men. He craftily took all of them back to where they first saw the power slip away, back to John the Baptist. So Jesus asks these guys about John. What about him? Did he have authority? Verse 5 we read, Then he re- they reasoned within themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why didn't you believe him? But if we say from men, all the people will stone us, for they are persuaded that John was a prophet. Now, I can imagine this scene. It must have been an uncomfortably long silence as the reality that they had been outwitted slowly sunk into their brains. You see, Jesus knew how popular John was amongst the people. If the leaders said no, the people could turn on them and maybe stone them. Power and position doesn't mean much if you're dead. And if they said yes, well, the next question was sure to come. Well, then why didn't you listen to him? You see, the things they heard from John never found root in their hearts. They heard his words, but obedience never followed. And what is knowledge worth unless action, yes, obedience, follows? These religious powers that be thought they had Jesus cornered. They thought, if he claimed to have authority in himself as the Son of God... They would accuse him of blasphemy, and if he claimed authority from men, they would discredit him, and if he claimed authority from God, they would challenge him. But as I said, suddenly the tables had turned. These men who had attempted to lift themselves up before God and man are now more than humbled, for it was they who were now trapped. Though they didn't want to admit John was a prophet, they knew that to to deny such would just endanger their positions before the people who did indeed consider him a prophet. And like so many today, that position was more important than truth, more important than righteousness. Proverbs 29.23 says, A man's pride brings him low, but one of lowly spirit gains honor. Matthew 18.4 says, "...whoever therefore humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of God." Romans 3.23 says, "...for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God." Romans 1.20 and 21 says, "...for the invisible things of him, since the creation of the world are clearly seen, being perceived through the things that are made, even his everlasting power and divinity, that they may be without excuse." Knowing God, these men didn't glorify Him as God, and they didn't give Him thanks, but became vain in their reasoning, and their senseless hearts were darkened. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.